Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and happy Wednesday. It's uh, Wednesday the 5th of August, um, so hope you're having a great day so far. We are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Uh, Jackie Durr and I are sitting down over the scriptures. Hope you've had a chance to read 1 Kings 19 verses 9 through 18. If not, um, just press pause and go back and read that. If so, let's go. We're going to read this passage. Um, actually, Jackie's going to read this passage. There are a bunch of Hebrew names, so it makes it kind of hard to read out loud for me and for Jackie, but um, that's okay. That's just how it is. <laughs> um, and uh, Jackie, would you mind reading this? And then we'll just kind of reflect on it together. You bet. You bet, too. Talk about Elijah here. There he went into a cave and spent the night, and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, broken down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, broken down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, Go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael king over Aram. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel, and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Abel-Meholah to succeed you as prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escape the sword of Hazael, and Elisha will put to death any who escape the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and all whose mouths have not kissed him. Okay. I just have to say the passages that we're reading this week are very dense with lots and lots to reflect on. So this already is setting my mind spinning because there's a zillion things that could be said. What is capturing your attention this morning, Jackie? Um, well, I, th- I think the first thing I jump to is, is, is Elijah hearing God's voice in the whisper mm-hmm. and just how he must have been so familiar um, with the voice to not get distracted by, you know, the wind shattering these mountains and the earthquake and the fire, um, but to know that it was the whisper. And, mm-hmm. and why do you think that st- that part stuck out to you? 
Um, well, cause I, th- I think when we're, well, especially, you know, he, here he's in this situation saying, you know, God help me, they're trying to kill me. Um, and then, you know, you, I think anytime we're in a hard situation like that, we're saying, you know, God help me. Um, we want something big. We see something, mm-hmm. or see something big. It's like, oh yes, that must be, God must be in that. Cause it's a big thing. But, um, yeah, but then, but it wasn't for, for him. He had to wait and mm-hmm. until he really heard God. Yeah. Um, when big things are happening, you think God's got to come through right now in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet Elijah finds him. My translation says, uh, after the fire was a sound of sheer silence, oh. which I think is cool. <laughs> sheer oh, silence. I like that. Yours says whisper. Mine says sheer, sheer silence. So I wonder what the Hebrew actually is. It's a huge difference. Yeah, it is. Huh. Um, but you know that deafening silence like noise canceling headphones or you know in the middle of a loud movie when everything just cuts out you know and it's just like like ringing in the ears you know like what is going on yeah uh-huh huh but i was kind of wondering what like why that part like how that um how the whole whispering you, even when there's all this noisy stuff going around, listening for the whisper, the silence, where that's shown up in your story or how that, you know, where have you seen that in your own life? Hmm. Because I feel like we're drawn to things in the passage that we somehow resonate with, that, that is confirmed to be true in our own experience. You know what yeah. I, mean? I think um, as I was reflecting on this a little bit this morning, myself um i think it's kind of it's about what's happening right now in my life and i feel like yeah yeah um, i feel like god is um he's quiet like it's been a season of of quiet um and so i feel like i'm listening really hard or maybe it's the sheer silence like that's fascinating that your translation said Uh that that's really cool um but you know i feel like yeah it's in that quiet moment i'm just holding my ear up and put my hand by my ear, like, okay, what? Uh-huh. And just listening so hard um, and not always hearing, but, you know, trying to not be distracted by big things that might happen. But um, yeah, yeah, just trying to hear. And that's the hard work of discipleship is there's a lot of things that are loud and it might be easy to listen to. Um, but the disciple is someone who, just tunes their ear like has to work really hard to hear the silence to hear god in the silence i mean he comes out to the mouth of the cave wraps his face in his mantle and his scarf or whatever goes out and stood stands at the entrance of the cave it doesn't say how long he waited at the entrance of the cave before um he heard the voice what are you doing here elijah so um it's it seems like Elijah hears the silence and knows that's when he needs to get up and go forward and walk, walk out to the entrance of the cave. He's like, okay, I know God is in this. I'm going to stand here until he speaks. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And finally, I don't know how long he waited there, but finally God comes to him with a question. What are you doing here, Elijah? You know, like, isn't that, isn't that kind of a funny response that God has for him after he's been, his life is being, you know, threatened and he's run away um, he's, uh, I think this is right after, um, 
Elijah kills all the prophets of Baal on um, uh, way way up north. Oh God, what's the mountain? You probably know more than I do. Um, but he has that whole showdown with the prophets of Baal, and okay. you know, and then he he kills them all, and then he runs away, and people are chasing after him, and he he finds this little cave, and um, all this stuff is happening. But he, you'd think that God would say something different to him. But he says, "Where are you? What are you doing here, Elijah?" And he repeats himself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. didn't you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> right. I've been very zealous for you, Lord. Um, people are trying to kill me I'm the only one left um, and I think I don't know I think that's interesting God listens to him you know like we were just talking yesterday about about your work as a counselor and how you provide space for people to tell their story mm-hmm. and God comes in with a question to tell me your story again mm. you know I think that's kind of cool yeah and then um, and then what he does is he empowers Elijah he doesn't just solve his problem; he empowers him. You know, yeah. Um, which is if, as if to say, like you're okay. You know, like we're okay. Like, mm-hmm. and I see like some Pentecost kind of stuff going on here too. Uh, I love seeing echoes of Pentecost in the Old Testament, but he he anoints him to go anoint others. You know, yeah. And I, I see it. We're we're talking about it's like some some Christ figures, like in the last couple of stories, right, mm-hmm. with Joseph. And how Joseph is the last one left and his life is being sought and he's sent off away to this cave, so to speak, where there's lots of violence, like earthquakes. What if you imagine uh, Egypt like that? Mm-hmm. And and um, and then God lifts him up and gives him power to save and rescue. And here God lifts up Elijah and says, go back, you know, go back to the people you just left. And um, you're going to you're going to anoint them. You're going to pour out right my spirit on them. And um, you're going to get empower them to do the work, hmm. and I just I see there's like a little Pentecost um, echo there of of Jesus ascending and and um, and then anointing his church to be able to do the work of ministry, you know, to execute yeah. God's justice in the world and God's peace in the world, and um, and giving us the mantle. So um, I just I just get really excited about that and. Um, but but kind of the core of the story is right what you just said of of elijah going to this cave and all this craziness happens around him but he waits until there's silence and listens for god's voice there and um i think that's kind of the work of a disciple to like you're doing is all right it's silent i've got to really strain my ear here god are you there are you going to say anything and sometimes god comes to us and just wants to listen you know, and just mm-hmm. wants to hear our story, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So, um, sweet. Well, everyone, thanks for listening today. And um, and as you find moments of silence today, um, I pray that you would experience God's presence in the midst of that. And maybe God would be asking you a question. I mean, Jesus asks uh, the people he encounters questions all the time. What do you want? What can I do for you? Um, who do you say the Son of Man is? Mm-hmm. Um, questions like that, that um, he gives us space to tell him what's going on in our lives. And um, and that's a really valuable space as a disciple to, to develop, um, in therapy words, healthier attachment to God. Mm. So um, let's, we can do that together. Um, tomorrow, 
we're going to be looking at Romans 10 verses 5 through 15. So you can open up your podcast app tomorrow again, and we'll be joining you with more scripture. Go in peace. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.